This is Kona Bible Church. Thanks for listening. Peace be with you, KBC. Good morning to you all. For, the, for those of you who don't know me, my name is Leo. I'm uh, one of the pastors at Shorebrook Church. We gather at four. And uh, I, I'm already full. I'm already blessed by the service uh, here already. I don't think you guys really need me to preach. Um, <laughs> there's been so much amazing testimonies and sharing of God's word here that, yeah, you guys are, you guys are good to go. Um, we're really thankful for your pastor, for Pastor Brian, um, and all the work that he does for the kingdom, all the help that he is to us as a church, and um, just the work that he does on these grounds, um, keeping four churches together harmoniously here, um, coming from so many different backgrounds and uh, corners of our Christian world, and yet here we all are and uh, just worshiping the Lord together. And uh, Brian plays a huge, huge part in that, and we are thankful for him. Um, today, I am going to preach out of Luke 17, Luke 17, 11 through 19. This is the story of Jesus cleansing the ten lepers. If you would read with me, follow me along. We read, on the way to Jerusalem, he was passing along between Samaria and Galilee. And as he entered a village, he was met by ten lepers who stood at a distance. And lifting up their voices, saying, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. When he saw them, he said to them, Go and show yourselves to the priests. And they went and were cleansed. Then one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back, praising God with a loud voice. And he fell on his face at Jesus' feet, giving him thanks. Now he was a Samaritan. Then Jesus answered, Were not ten cleansed? Where are the nine? Was no one found to return and give praise to God except this foreigner? And he said to him, Rise and go your way. Your faith has made you well. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for this amazing story of Christ's work um, and the power uh, that we see through him in cleansing these lepers. And Father, as we see the response of these ten um, Lord, help us, help us uh, see this reality playing out every single day in our life, Lord. Um, how we respond to all of your goodness and all of your blessings in our lives, Father. And Lord, I pray that we, as we look at your word, Lord, that we would be uh, convicted and encouraged to worship you, our God and Savior. And Lord, uh, be with me, be with us as, uh, as we look at your word. Whatever is not from you, may it fall to the ground, and what's, Lord, your word, may it remain and bear much fruit. We pray this in Jesus' name for your glory. Amen. Amen. Uh, so, you guys probably heard this. Um, if you've been part of the church and for a while, you, you, you know this reality. Uh, we, it's, been, it's, been, it's been said a lot that we are created to worship. God created us um, as these beings uh, to, to worship him. And in our fallenness after sin, um, that has been 
uh, hijacked and uh, everybody worships. We all still worship. We cannot take that out of ourselves, but often we worship wrongly. And um, the question is not whether we worship. The question is who do we worship? It's, it's not whether, but which, because we are all worshipers. There is, there is no neutral ground. And so we see this happening even in our story today as we look at how these 10 healed lepers respond to Christ's work. <clears throat> so in the text, Jesus is on the way to Jerusalem. This is his last and final journey to Jerusalem. Uh, he's going to stop at a few villages as he journeys there. Um, and it's his last journey because as he comes to Jerusalem, he's going to be betrayed, he's going to be condemned, and he's going to be put to death. And so as Jesus enters into this unnamed village near Samaria, he is met by ten lepers that are standing in a distance outside of this village. For those of you who are not familiar, uh, leprosy was an absolutely horrible, horrible contagious disease. Um, It's a skin disease that would kill you slowly um, in the most horrific ways. It would attack your nervous system. Uh, It would create large sores all over your body. And it would start eating away at your flesh, eating away your face, eating away your fingers, turning them into stubs. Um, It it was absolutely horrible. It could blind you. Um, It it just curled you up into a ball. It was a horrific, horrific, slow-killing disease. And because it was contagious, if you had leprosy, you would be separated from society. And this would be kind of like a long-time quarantine Um, you would become an outcast for life. And so imagine you have a family, you have a job, you have a spouse, you have kids that you love, um, and all of a sudden, you get this disease. And you become an outcast. Everything you know, your place and community, everything you love, all of that absolutely just stops And you can no longer be a part of it. All of your dreams, all of your desires, all of your accomplishments, everything comes to an end and you become a reject. This is what it meant to be a leper in that society. On top of that, leprosy in those days was considered to be a judgment of God. It was as though God himself had a problem with you and touched you and judged you. And if God did not want to have anything to do with you, then everybody else would not want to have anything to do with you as well. And the only other people that you could be with were other lepers. It's a horrific situation to find yourself in. And so we see there's 10 of these lepers, a whole community of them, that recognize Jesus And you can imagine their excitement as they see Jesus. No doubt, word about Christ has spread. Uh, Jesus has already healed multiple lepers. Um, He's already raised the dead. He's already already, uh, healed so many people. And word about him spread to every single village. And maybe someone told these lepers that Jesus is on his way. 
He's coming into this village. And so you can imagine they're waiting for Christ to come and they see him. And we see that they start begging Jesus to heal them. They lifted up their voices saying, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. And when Jesus saw them, what's interesting is that he didn't immediately heal, heal them. Usually when people come to Jesus to be healed, he, in one way or another, he, he heals them. But here, Jesus does something unusual. They cry out for mercy and help, and all he tells them is, go and show yourselves to the priests. That's it. The reason why Jesus says, go show yourselves to the priests is because um, in the book of Leviticus, we read that God has assigned the task of diagn diagnosing leprosy. He, he assigned this task to the priests. Uh, they were supposed to be the ones, when people come to them with skin diseases, they were, they were supposed to be the one that would run a set of tests. Uh, for, first of all, a, a short period quarantine just to make sure, just to see, are they, you know, is this going to go away? Is this really leprosy? They would run these tests on people. And if they would fail these tests, they would pronounce them as unclean, as sick. And the priest would notify the entire community and tell them, stay away from this person. He has leprosy. He is supposed to be outside of town so that the rest of the city could continue doing business as usual. It's for the protection of the community at large. And so only the priest also has the authority to declare someone clean. If someone is cured, if someone is healed, if someone is uh, restored, only the priest could restore them back into the community. And so that is why Jesus tells them, go and show yourselves to the priests, but he tells them this without having, the, having healed them yet. And so you can imagine you're one of these lepers, you're asking for a healing, and Jesus just tells you, go and uh, go, go sh show yourselves to the priests. And you might think, Jesus, we can't. We can't go to the village. We're sick. But we see here that they obeyed. They believed what Jesus told them. And they did exactly what he, told, he, he, he said, and they went, and we read, as they went, they were cleansed. And you can just imagine these 10. First of all, just imagine this horrific disease. And we don't know what stage these, these people are at. But imagine the 10 as they're seeing and experiencing the healing on themselves. And at the same time, they're seeing and they're experiencing the healing on their nine other friends as their bodies become cleansed. Their sores are healing. Maybe fingers are coming back. Maybe whoever's blind, they're become, they're, they get sight. Paralyzed body parts would be healed. This would be an amazing transformation. This is not just some questionable, yeah, I think maybe he healed me. No, this is for real. This is for real. This was, 
This was instantaneous. As they are going, as they're walking, they're experiencing healing on themselves and they're experiencing healing on their friends. This would be an amazing, amazing picture to see. You can imagine they're rejoicing. You can imagine how stoked they are. Now they are certain, without a question, without a doubt, that if they show themselves to the priest, he would pronounce them clean. They don't have to fake it. They don't have to hide it. They can fully show themselves to the priest, and without a doubt, he will pronounce them as clean. And so in this excitement, one of them realizes, wait a minute. This is the work of Jesus. He is the one that has healed me. And this man turns back. He, he doesn't even make it to the priest. At least I don't believe he does. He turns back and he runs to Jesus. And we read that he falls on his face before Christ and he worships him. He praises God with a loud voice. He worships. And Jesus responds, we're not 10 cleansed. Where are the rest? Where are the other nine? Was no one found to return and give praise to God except this foreigner? All 10 have received mercy. All 10 have received what they have been asking from Jesus. All 10 were amazingly healed only one came to worship. Only one was filled with reverence, devotion, and praise towards God. Not only does Luke and Jesus point out the differing response in worship between the nine and the one, but they also tell us a little bit about this one man, who he was, and we see that he was a foreigner. He was a Samaritan. Samaritans were considered half-breeds. They were Israelites that were mixed with the Assyrians. And so, because they were polluted, they were hated by the Jews. They were consider, considered foreigners. They were considered unclean, far off from God, considered far off from true worship. So, so great was the feud between these two. So great, greatly did the Jews hate the Samaritans that to travel from Judea to Galilee, they had to cross through Samaria and they would avoid it at all costs. They would cross the Jordan River twice and make the trip five times longer just to avoid the Samaritans. That's how much feud and hatred there was between the two. They were far off from true worship. That's what they were, that's what they were saying. And Luke and Jesus point to the fact that despite that this despised man, who was a reject, not just because he had leprosy, but because he was also a Samaritan, a man who is supposedly far off from God and who cannot worship God, this man was filled with true worship and came to Christ and fell on his face before him and cried out with a loud voice, thanking and praising God. It was this man. Let's go back to that moment when the ten realized that they are healed. 
Just imagine what's going through their mind. Just imagine what they're thinking of as they see that they are now clean and that the priest is going to pronounce them clean. Imagine the door of possibilities and opportunities that just opened up to them. Just moments ago, they were outcasts. The only thing they were waiting for is death. They were relying on the mercy of others for others to bring them food, to bring them clothes. And now the chains fall off. They're clean. They're good to go. They're good to go back into the society. Just imagine you are them and a waterfall of opportunities just floods you. They can now run home and hug their kids. They can run home and see their wife. They can have dinner with family and friends. They no longer have to just sit around and wait for death. They can now get a job. So much to do. So much to see. And all of these things are good. All these things that they have before them are good. But the nine, they got swept up in the flood of opportunities. They could not wait to hurry and do all of these things. And so they went. Only one stopped and realized, wait a minute. There's something much greater happening here than all of the blessings that I just received. There's something greater happening here than even my family that I haven't seen for who knows how long. There's something greater here than a job. There's something greater here than even a dinner with all of my friends that I can go and have right now. There's something much greater happening here. Jesus is better than all of that. Jesus is to be worshipped. Jesus is to be praised. Jesus is the giver of life. He is the reason I can be healed and now go live and enjoy all of life. It's all from him. These blessings, these opportunities, this flood of opportunities that I now have is all from Christ. And so we see two very powerful forces at work in the hearts of these ten men. Two responses, two ways of worship. First, we see this in this one man. We see a heart full of worship of Christ. This man's heart is overflowing with praise to God, even though all of these opportunities just opened up to him. He can't continue. He has to stop and go back to Jesus. And this wasn't just a gesture of politeness. This man was struck he was overwhelmed with worship. He went and fell on his face before Jesus. You bet this man wanted to go see his family. For sure, he wanted to go and, and see all of his friends. But he was overpowered with worship of God above every other desire. And the other nine, we see a heart full of a heart cut up and cut cut. Caught up in all the opportunities that just opened up to them. I'm sure they were thankful to Jesus, but they thought that that can wait. It can take a back seat for now because I have a huge checklist of things I've been missing out for years that I need to pursue and do. And so Christ 
and worship of the one who healed them and gave them new life in the first place is put on the back burner. It is forgotten. They run to pursue all of these other blessings that come from Christ. Both of these powerful forces are expressions of worship. Worship is not just what we, what we say. Worship is our entire lives and how the grace of God overwhelms us and moves us and how we, how we do things. And all t- 10 of these lepers, they were worshiping, but only one was worshiping, worshiping rightly. He is giving thanks to God. He is honoring and praising God. And so we see while the 10 lepers had a need, a need to be helped, they needed Jesus. They were ready to call him master. They were ready to beg for mercy. As long as they had a need, they saw Jesus as their only hope. But as soon as he met their need, as soon as he gave them what they needed, Jesus was cast aside by nine as they are flooded with new opportunities. So the question for us is, when God blesses us, when God blesses you, when God gives you what you have been asking for, how do you respond? Do you give God a sacrifice of praise like this one man did? How often are we like the nine We need God while we have a need. Yet as soon as our need is met, a door of opportunities is opened up and we rush out to pursue those opportunities. We're thankful to God, but we are overwhelmed with all the things that we have to do. We get busy with all the new great things before us. We are thankful, but our thanksgiving is weak. It is Faint, it is drowned out by all that we have before us. Maybe you had financial struggles and God met those needs. Maybe you wanted a house. You were in need before God and then you purchased it and all the repairs, all the things you could do with the property. Maybe you wanted a, want a spouse, children, healing from a sickness or whatever other need, and you ask and God gives, God finally comes through, what is your response? Who do you worship in that moment? Are our hearts filled with praise to God? Are we like this one on our face before the Lord praising him? Or are our hearts filled with anxious toil, anxious pursuing of all the new possibilities that are now before us. Are you like the one or are you like the nine? Worship is a sacrifice of praise with our lips, our thoughts, and our hands, our actions. When God fills your need, who and what do you worship? The story of the 10 lepers is, is amazing. Again, I, I would pay any money just to, just, to see, just to see this unfold, just to see these men 
be healed. It's, it's an absolutely life-changing experience. It's phenomenal. But every Christian's story is even more amazing than this. Far more amazing than this. Our need was greater than these lepers. We were all outcasts. We were not just outcasts before men, but we were far off from God. We were cast out by God. Our disease was far worse than leprosy. Our disease was sin, and our sin separated us eternally from the God that we were made to worship. We were foreigners. Paul says we were enemies of God. The future that awaited us was eternal death and a punishment of hell. How does God treat us? God loved us while we were still his enemies. He was merciful to us. He healed us of our disease. He saved us from our sin. We were dead. He made us alive. We were his enemies. He made us friends. We were far off. He brought us near. He took our rags and he gave us clothes of righteousness. We had no future. He secured our future, eternity and glory with him forever. He lavished lavished us with his love. He lavished us with his mercy. And all of this he did at no cost to us, but at a tremendous cost to him. Jesus took upon himself our disease of sin. As he gave us his righteousness, he took upon himself our sin. And then he suffered all of its horrible consequences and he suffered death so that we would never come close to the, to the consequences of our sickness. What Christ has done for us, church, is far better and far greater than what he did to the 10 lepers. And the response from us who are the recipients of of this grace, should be nothing short, nothing short of a life of worship and praise to our Savior and Lord Jesus. This praise must overflow from every area of our life. We should be amazed at our God and his wonderful work and steadfast love towards us. Our thoughts, our words, our actions, all that we are, must be worshipped to God in response to his amazing grace. And so as recipients of God's grace and God's goodness, Christian, what is your response? Are you like the Samaritan filled with worship of God or the nine that were filled with the worship of the things that they missed out on? And if you have not experienced this mercy, if you are still dead in your sin, sick with the disease of sin, which is far worse than leprosy. Christ is merciful today. Christ is powerful to heal you of your brokenness and sin. He is able to make you a friend of God, to take away your guilt and shame. He is powerful and he is able to do it. Cry out to him and come to him just like these 10 lepers did. 
and you will receive mercy. And church, let us worship, continue worshiping our God for his amazing, amazing work that he has done on our behalf. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you that through your word you show us your mercy and your kindness. Father, that these ten lepers display to us your power and they display to us, Lord, even greater reality that we were sick in our sin, far off, worse than these ten lepers, and you have healed us. And you have gave us hope, not just for this life, but for the life to come. Father, we thank you for that. And Lord, we pray that your spirit would be at work in us, overflowing us with worship and praise of Jesus and the work that he has done. We pray this in his name. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Pastor.
let's go in the grace of Christ. Have a great week, everybody. Amen.